You probably wonder what I'm thinking right now. I was going to talk to you about stop thinking, and she said they just sang keep thinking, so. All right. Good morning. Welcome. Nice to be back. Thank you, Sue, for presiding today. I'm going to sound a chime, and I'm going to invite you to just drop into 30 seconds of silence with me, and then I will offer a prayer, and we'll, I'll share some ideas that I think are quite beautiful. So, nice to be back. To come home, Edmonton. Here we go. In this very room, there's quite enough love for all the world. And in this very room, there's quite enough joy for all the world. And there's quite enough love and quite enough power to walk through our every fear. Or spirit, one spirit is in this very room, in this very room, in this very room. And so know with me to drop into your heart. I invite you to drop into your heart. Your heart is the pathway to the absolute. And it is the foundational piece of what Dr. Ernest Holmes wrote about in 1926 in the Science Among the Textbook. And so what I'm going to invite you in this moment to put down anything and everything to enter that field of infinite possibility. And so I just give thanks knowing as I recognize and invite you to allow my words to be your words. One power, one presence, one infinite activity, and that activity is the divine, spirit, source, universe, life with a capital L, whatever designator we give it. For some, the G word, the God word, stops us. So don't use that word. Use language that inspires you and drafts you forward so that you're inspired to make a difference in your life, to be transformed, to leave here today, to leave from that seat that you are sitting in today, in this moment, transformed forever. That is your choice. So it is not about just the information, it is about the information working through you and for you, this divine intelligence, because that is what it is seeking, and as we seek it, it seeks us. And so I give great thanks this day to be available to stand in this unified field and say yes to life, to stand knowing that my eternal nature, your eternal nature, that we are invincible, that we are here to create, that all of the troubles we see in the world are a result of people using this infinite law to the best of their ability, at the level of consciousness, their subjective nature, believing that in order to heal and to transform, it takes hard work, it takes time and effort and energy and years. And God bless the people that are on that path. But it can be in the twinkling of an eye as well. 
And so I stand with you in this opportunity and possibility, infinite possibility of growing up and waking up to our future selves. For this I give thanks. I release these words and invite you to say with me. And so it is. All right. So uh, we're going to have a little flicker today, but Daniel and I have figured out what that flicker is all about. So there's hope. We're, we'll eliminate that flicker. We, we know where it is now. And so use it to put yourself in trance, if nothing else. If you're looking up there and it's bothering you, it's an opportunity to go into trance. And trance is a beautiful place to be. Not France, trance. France is nice too, my understanding is. it. So anyway, please have compassion for me when I show up on my shadow card. And as Dr. Gary just talked about, our cue card. Our cue card is an opportunity to integrate the shadow. And so when I'm on my shadow card, I have a tendency because I've done, and I'll, I'll do a whole talk on my, my cue card. Uh, maybe I'll do that next week. Dr. Gary's coming. I can explain to you where all these things come from. But when I show up feeling flawed, feeling stupid, self-centered, or being stupid, being, living in lack, living alone, and fearful. So please have compassion for me when I do that because this is who I've come here to be. I've come here to be brilliant, to be generous, to be creative, to hold, to love, to be empowered, to be unlimited. And so that is what I choose. That's, where, that's when I get up in the morning and find myself on my shadow card, I get to say, hey, I came here not to be this, I came here to be that. We get to choose because the infinite intelligence always responds to our being nature. This divine intelligence always responds to our, our nature. And I'm going to talk about that. I was in, in, in um, Toronto. Laura and I went. Here's a great quote by Dr. Holmes. He started every talk with this. I changed it a bit. He said, there's a power for good in the universe, and we can use it, or you can use it. And I said, I can use it. So if you're having trouble one day, just stand up and say to yourself, there's a power for good in the universe, and I can use it. And I'm using it right now. And it's using me, because it's a, it's a rep uh, reciprocity, back and forth. So Dr. Holmes said this. He said, we have within us a power that is greater than anything that we shall ever contact in the outer, a power that can overcome every obstacle in our lives and set us safe, satisfied, and at peace, healed and prosperous in a new light, in a new, in a new life. Anybody for that? Yes. So this is the foundation of what we teach. And one of the reasons that we brought Dr. Gary in is because I, well, I looked around and we weren't doing this because, because the tendency with the, the world and the tendency with people, and it's not, a, it's not a, a finger pointing, it's not an accusation because I'm guilty of it as well, is to live in separation, that there's something else than spirit, there's something else than God. And having spent a week, I'll, I'm, I've got some things from Dr. Joe Dispenza I want to uh, share with you today, and I've got a little bit of a video that uh, I want to put up as well. I had to go out and buy a pointer last night. One of these little guys had to go to Long's Drug and get one of these, and uh, it's, I had to go to the dog section, pet section. I said, where's the, the laser pointer? Well, we're over the dogs. So now I gotta go out and buy a dog this afternoon. It's so frustrating. <laughs> anyway, we have within us a power that is greater than anything we shall ever contact in the outer. But so much of us is connected to what's on the outer. And it's okay. We've fallen asleep in that, but waking up is so powerful and beautiful and wonderful. Spent seven days with Dr. Joe Dispenza, a thousand people, a thousand people signed up for Joe's uh, event. There were 1,100 there, 100 people in staff. We did some amazing things I'm gonna share with you in a moment, one of the amazing things we did that was remarkable. And wonderful teaching as our third uh, Joe, Dr. Joe Dispenza's event. He's, a near, he's taken, a, you, know, you may have seen him in What the Bleep Do We Know, uh, planning your day. 
but brilliant man because he's taken the neuroscience and he's applied it to spirituality. And every once in a while I close my eyes and I use, Laura and I use his meditations. We got up this morning and did one of his meditations for an hour and 10 minutes. And it's just beautiful, it's, so, it's such beautiful work. And the more I do it, the more I fall in love with it. And, and every t- once in a while in my mind's eye, when I'm in the lucid dreaming, I see Dr. Ernest Holmes and Joe with their hands up like this together because he's carrying on Dr. Holmes' legacy. You know, Joe, the neuroscientists call it the, the quantum field. Joe doesn't refer to God. It's the quantum field. Dr. Holmes called it the absolute. He, there's a beautiful, I have three books laying around here somewhere I brought out to quote from, and I can't find them, so obviously I'm not supposed to use them today. But next week, if you come back, use them. But in it, it's the Holmes papers, and he talks about Judge Thomas Troward. And Judge Troward, Dr. Holmes wrote in the Holmes papers that he got about 50% of his material from Dr. Judge Troward. And Judge Troward was was an Englishman that had lived, he lived in East India, and he was a magistrate there, he was a judge, and he wrote extensively on the mystical nature of spirit. He studied the Hindu tradition, he'd come from a Christian tradition, but what he said is that when we are praying, when we are praying, and this is so important, that when we are doing our affirmative prayers, when we are living our lives with our past, from our past involved in it, or our future, we're not praying from that unified field, it is the absolute field, so how do we do that? How do we do that? How do we put that down? So I'm going to share some things with you today that I think are, are, are valuable and, and I think are so apropos to what the work we're going to do with Dr. Gary Simmons. Because what happens with, with most people is that our programs run us. Have you ever watched a television program? Anybody here have a television? And they program it. And have you ever noticed in between the programs that we watch, they have what? Commercials. And do you think if that didn't work, they would be spending billions of dollars every year programming? So we had practices there, and, and I know there's a few folks in our community that have, have spent time with Dr. Joe, but Dr. Joe would put us in trance, and then he would bring out our mind movies. Remember mind movies? Lil with, did a couple workshops. We're going to bring mind movies back. We'd go into trance, watch our mind movie. Go into trance, watch my, our mind movies. What we do when we watch television, and then they show you the Chevy commercial, or they show you the, the Toyota commercial, is we, we're, we're, we're programming ourselves. Geez, I, to, to be fulfilled, I've got to have this. I'll feel better if I have this. Oh, it's cold and flu season. Guess what we create? Geez, if it's cold and flu season, I've got to get along with everybody. It's the season for colds and flu. Should I do cold or should I do flu? Maybe I'll do both. So anyway... I wanted to talk today about infinite possibilities, and there's that beautiful flicker. I'm going to love it every time I look up there. Well, three things, coming to the edge, quanti- the quantum field, and transformational, the transformational, the transformation formula. So this is a building. It's in Toronto. It's the Weston Hotel. And um, so up on top there, you can see a few of them. There's six stations, 34-story building. And Dr. Joe, as the challenge for everyone there, decided that we should all rappel down this 34-story building. And so I'm going to cue this up. This is a video. I think I can get going here. I played it the other day. There it is. So this is a video. See this fella coming down here? You can barely, I'm going to use this pointer. There's a little guy coming down. There's this person on the right here. See this little person here? That's Laura. So when Laura was coming down, she said, I thought I was flying down. And then this guy next to me goes, whoosh. So this is Ian. He and his two brothers, about Daniel, Daniel's age here, our, our beautiful Daniel, all were in attendance at Joe Dispenza. So he's making his way down there pretty good. And then every once in a while, you look back up, and Laura's slowly making her way down. <laughs> and so it was very interesting how Dr. Joe used this for teaching. So there she is. And you know what? She's right there, so you know she got down safe. Yeah. 
Well, there's, there's Ian. Ian coming down and his two, one of his brothers was filming this and happened to get Laura in it. So we said, could you send that to us? So there he is, just a beautiful guy. And uh, so everyone came down, 990 people out of 1,100. And so what Dr. Joe said, and it was so beautiful, that we have to work to our edge. We have to work to our edge. And, and so if your edge is to go up, so I went up there, and I had rappelled on the north shore of Lake Superior, I went through Outward Bound when I was 17 years old, and it changed the trajectory of my life forever. It's a month-long experience of, of newness, being uncomfortable, being incredibly uncomfortable. Last time I rappelled, I had a, a belt around my waist and a carabiner and a rope. And uh, it was, so this was set up so beautifully because uh, um, there's two ropes, they each hold 11,000 pounds, and it's pretty much foolproof. It's a beautiful company from, these guys come from Nova Scotia. And so the girl next to me that came up to, to go down, I, all the way up, because you have to, of course, climb up the building, you take the elevator, and then you climb up to the roof to get out there. And she, uh, but it's a long way down, as you can see. And I'll stop that now, if I can. Not sure what else they, well, maybe I won't stop it. No, he's still hanging there. There's Ian hanging. We'll let him hang. But um, so she, the young lady, Allison, she's also from uh, Vancouver. So we had a group of 50 people that were in our group. We were the Golden Bees. And um, yeah, he's taking a break, hanging there right now. His brothers are, once you figure it out, a little mechanism and you release the rope. If you go too fast, it locks up. So when I got up there and I thought, and, and so I watched Laura go down. She went down before me. And then this, this lovely little girl that was terrified went down before me. And I thought, I got to go down. So I hadn't done it in, in 40 years. But um, getting down, or, or when I was there, I realized that the only, I, I decided not to look down just because I get a little wobbly with heights, or used to. And, um, but I realized I can only focus on the mechanism that will lower me. That was the only thing I gave my energy to was how the process. And I thought, everybody else is going down, everybody's safe. We'll click this thing. So people would go up, they'd crawl to the edge like I did for, say, tie a rope on you, in case you fall over the edge, and you look and you see how far down it is. And Joe said, for some of you, that might be your edge. Maybe that's all you can do today, is look over. And that's okay. But now you have the information to know what your next edge is. And it's, it's people here on this planet, in, in this movement, the willingness to go to our edge and then let it work for us and, and to go a bit further. Because we're here to create. We're here to create. As Joe said, the theme to this was waking up in our future. And it's about trusting ourselves. It's about trusting one another. It's about trusting the equipment. You know, I, said, I stood there and the stories that went through my head, making up the reasons to go and the reasons not to go. And finally what I had to do, sorry ladies, I had to stop thinking. Stop thinking. Do. Just do it. Take action. Stop thinking. Because I could come up with every good reason. Oh, I got a sore hip. I got a sore knee. I got a sore this or that. Oh, I don't think so. I've done this once already. I watched Sue go down. I go, darn it. Sue did it. Now I got to do it. You know? Here she was today. She didn't know she was going to preside, so she went to the edge today. She got up and she presided. Our presider, wherever they are, we love you. Give Sue an opportunity to go to her edge. So the edge is important. What conversation are you not having with someone that you know you should have? That could be your edge. What piece of forgiveness? What piece of 
Because what happens and becomes so apparent is Dr. Joe was doing this work with us. So I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll forward here. So we get to, so you see this, this fella here. You see that figure there? That's me coming down. Sue took these pictures and she sent them to me. And, um, and there I am again. So just to let you know, I came down and I've got, got uh, proof of it. But it was such a, um, a different experience for me because when I did this when I was 17, it was sheer terror. I, I hated it. I used every um, word my mother said never to use in my life uh, coming down, especially going from the horizontal to the vertical. That's the scary part because you lose complete, you feel like you lose complete control. But I realized that what I wanted to do with this was to be mindful. I just wanted to stay present with it. I didn't want it. So what I kept doing when I would start to, to think too much, I would go back to my heart. I would just breathe into my heart. And Joe had been practicing this, and we were fortunate because we'd been there about three or four days before we made the descent. So the first group, I mean, who knows? You know, they didn't, they didn't get as on-ramped and equipped as, as uh, uh, we did later. So it's coming to the edge. Our community, as we're bringing Dr. Gary in to do this work, this is revolutionary work. We did a, um, a Power of Eight group yesterday, and I, we, I probably met a dozen people from Edmonton at the Joe event. Now, we're, we're selling these Grey Cup raffle tickets, right? We've asked everyone if they could sell, what is it, 15 tickets? 15 tickets. Everybody sell 15 tickets. We're not doing well selling 15 tickets. In fact, we're, what we're doing is we're demonstrating lack. And I say that not because, because uh, once again, to point fingers, but to let you know, to give you uh, the current event. So we all get to Joe. Joe's got 1,000 people there. Everybody paid $1,850 to be at that event. So if you multiply that times 1,000, you realize that's $1.85 million in one week for one event? And so we're going to sell these tickets. It makes it kind of puny, doesn't it? So what I know is, and as Dr. Gary has said to me, if everyone here was doing what they could do and can do, we wouldn't have any problem. Just saying. And it's our opportunity to come to our edge. If we are, if we are indignant about the greed that we see on the planet, and there's a lot of greed. There's a lot of greed. And it's affecting politics. It's affecting many, many of the programs. You know, being blessed to live in Canada and see what healthcare does for everyone. I mean, it's one of the things I love about this country. It's my God. We, people take care of one another here. I've never met a, a Canadian yet complaining about it. And you have this great big monstrosity down below us here in the south. That, that it's, it's, it's appalling to many that we would care for one another in that capacity. 45,000 people, I think it's a... Um, whatever the period of time is, it's uh, thousands of people die every, every, I think it's every month because they don't have any health care. And nothing's done. There's more than enough. More, there's more than enough. And part of this journey is when we understand how we can create, how we can transform consciousness, this is our opportunity to come to the edge as a community. So the quantum field that I want to discuss with you today, the quantum field, Dr. Holmes called it the absolute. When we pray from the absolute soul, I'm going to tell you, we're doing the foundations class right now. We've got a great group of people. We've got nine people. They're committed, and it's, it's wonderful. That, that class is so wonderful, but the, the key point is there's five steps in affirmative prayer. There's seven steps if you do the affirmation and denial. There's five steps in affirmative prayer. One is the recognition of the absolute or God or spirit or source. You've got to recognize it. You've got to look out and go, there it is. There it is. Look within. Find it. Make it an experience. That life, that one life is my life. I'm going to tell you right now, that second step, you don't get that second step down, the rest is just announcing. It's just empty words. It's begging and pleading. I was raised in a tradition where prayer was begging and pleading. 
please, God, please. Because <laughs> I didn't want to go to hell. Because that was the consequence. And then every once in a while you make a mistake and you go, God, I, I got to go, what do I do to this? Because now my soul is tarnished. David Hawkins tells a great story about that. So to get to the quantum field, as Dr. Joe so brilliantly says, we have to put down our body. We become no body, no one, no time, no space, nowhere. And it's possible to do that. It's possible to do that. When we go to our heart, when we're, we're confronted with going down the rope, because the mind will tell you, oh my God, you're gonna, your body's going to be destroyed. Who are you? you know, all this stuff, it's a long way down. All of the, all of the arguments... To enter that quantum field, so what it requires is to relax. To turn our attention there and relax. To stand in the poise and the resilience, the beauty and the possibility. Someone sent me an article yesterday about the US and it was all about how the systems, all of the systems had failed. And I would agree with this article. And that, that, that we have, we train people in the US, the pattern now is to train people to get their education and they go out and become a hedge fund manager. And so when you read that article, it's, it's an article of separation. It's an article of absolute separation so I can read it and I can identify with it and agree and, you know, where are we going off the rails? It's about me, 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 me. And it's all the language of separation. So rather than judge it, to realize that that's what's going on there and understand it. Because what we can take our past, our programs, which is our past, run 95% of our thinking and our way of feeling. Most of us live in our programs all the time. So when you pull yourself out of your environment, when you're no longer in your home and you're having an opportunity to be challenged and to learn new things and have new experiences energetically, which is what Dr. Joe was, was helping facilitate, and, and my vision for our community is we do the same thing. We piggyback on what he's doing because it's so powerful and potent. Otherwise, our programs run us. And, when our, and, and most of it is unconscious. So it's waking up, it's waking up to our future self. So no time, no one, no, no, to linger in this field. Conditioning our bodies, our bodies are our subconscious mind. This is the work that's going on right now with this research. We trap this energy, we trap the memories and we hold it in our body. Part of the work with Dr. Joe is he teaches a breathing technique that activates the pineal gland. And, and I'm, gonna, I'm gonna share that with you, I won't share it with you today because it's quite powerful, but it amplifies the the experience and it opens things. It accelerates. It accelerates. So 95% of our state, our beingness, is from our habits and our memorized program. So here's a picture of a woman in a mirror. And Dr. Joe used this illustration, didn't use that one, used the picture of himself. Our future self is out there. Our future self is out there. The healthy one, the brilliant one, the abundant one, the joyful one is out there. It's there now. We don't have to go get it. We just have to welcome it and open to it. That's what happens with instantaneous healing. We did two healing, we did three healing circles there. Thousand people walking around this great big ballroom. You know, I'm so used to powering up here in these power of eight circles, I'm ready to go in three minutes. Joe powered us up for like half an hour. And he, and he talks about when you activate the heart, what happens is the energy from the heart goes down through the arms into the hands. You Reiki practitioners know that. But when we activate the heart, that energy goes down through the hands. Well, I'm walking around the circle with everybody. Everybody's going a different pace, but we're all going in the same direction. At first, people wanted to walk against the grain, which was really interesting. And I don't know who turned them around, but they turned around pretty soon because they realized, no, we're going this way. And there was no rhyme or reason which way. It wasn't a better way to walk one way or another, but we all walked the same way. And we created this coherent field of possibility. 
And of course, we'd been in meditation for five or six hours at that point in time. But, but I was ramped up, ready to go in three minutes. And I thought, you know, and 10 minutes later, I'm like, I better put this on simmer for a while because it feels like my hands are going to explode. <laughs> what was amazing. But with this, with this illustration, that future self is there. It's like going to a library and picking it out. So why do we do a cue card? I don't want to live in lack. I don't want to live in fear. I don't want to live in competition. I got that figured out. I want to go way down there. There's a, guy, there's a, there's a future self for me right down there. And I'm going to pull it out. I'm going to check it out of the library. And I'm never going to return the book because it says brilliant and abundant and healthy and happy and free and creative. So how do I get there? The more I linger in the absolute, the more we linger in the oneness. And anyone can do this. It just requires willingness. The more we can linger in oneness, the more, the, the more beautiful things can happen in our lives. This infinite divine, we didn't even set intentions with people. We did the healing circles, random eight people. Find eight other people, make a circle. We made it a circle. People would come in, never saw them before in my life. And incredible healings, instantaneously, because as Dr. Sh- uh, Joe said, and we know from the neuroscience, what happens is the pattern that comes from the programming in the quantum field unwinds. That's what happens when we do affirmative prayer and there's an instantaneous healing. And it's happened in our tradition and it happened in, in Toronto. Why should it be rare? Why should it be rare? But we have to be ready. We have to be open. We have to be willing to let that pattern, that conditioning unwind. That's why we're doing this work with the Q process. Q process invites us to look at our programming and realize it's not who I came here to be. I came here to be this. That's the opportunity, and the, and the infinite says, oh my gosh, that's so great. Something new, because our souls start to wake up. So when, when we went over this, this, this uh, building, it's an act, uh, opportunity for the soul to wake up, because our soul will stay asleep forever, lifetime after lifetime after lifetime. And then our past continues to inform, inform us. Dr. Holmes said, mind, M, capital M means God. Anything you read from Dr. Holmes and he capitalizes, it's another, it's another designator for the term God. Mind, all mind is right here. It is God's mind, God's creative power, God's creative life. We have as much of this power to use in our daily life as we can believe in and embody. And we don't force it. We bring awareness to it. We bring mastery to it. See, our programs can run us or our programs can provide wisdom. Ah, I did that. Not doing that anymore. Oh, engaged in that. That was my habit. That was my pattern. Not doing that anymore. Mind, all mind is right here. It's God's mind, God's creative power, God's creative life. We have as much of this power to use in our daily life as we can believe in and embody. So the transformation formula. Number one, heal our sense of separation. It's not you and I. The more we live in the unified field, the more we see the oneness, we see the God presence in one another. I'm looking at the face of God. This is the face of God. You are eternal. You are invincible. You are powerful. What happens is we fall asleep in our program. And we think, well, it's this. I, my family did this. You know, we, we did this. That's my history. It doesn't have anything to do with right now. And it can inform us and provide wisdom so we can make better choices. When are we going to start surrendering to fear? I Start surrendering to love rather than to fear. Wouldn't that be a, a, a new one? Jeez, I'm starting to get scared. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go into my heart and I'm gonna surrender to love because there's a loving intelligence that I'm partnering with right now. It won't partner with us unless we invite it. Loving intelligence I'm partnering with. 
Isn't it remarkable the, the, um, the, the success we had over the summer with our Par 8 groups and we're continuing with that? The connection? See, we need one another because that's God. I want to partner with God right there, right there. I want to, part, I want to part, partner with that, that, that God within you that's sleeping right now because when I partner with it, it knows it comes alive. You don't, you don't even have to give your consent to it. That's what all the great avatars and teachers and healers throughout the, year, the ages have done. So healing a sense of separation. The gamma brain frequency. There's a new frequency that they're studying, or it's always been around, of course, but it's like electricity. We didn't know it existed until a few people started developing the technology. But the gamma ray, what Joe does at each um, event is he shows the gamma ray that the people go into this, this brainwave pattern. It's not alpha, it's not beta, it's not delta. He would keep us really tired there because when you're in the delta state, that you can walk through the doorway more readily because the melatonin is so high. So Mel puts you to sleep, as Joe says, and Sarah, serotonin, wakes you up. So Sarah will wake you up and Mel will put you to sleep. I like that. I can remember that. But we would meet at four in the morning. So Toronto time, that's two in the morning here. So it was early. But, but what it does is when you're in that, and Joe said, just be goofy with it. Just be tired and goofy. I thought, oh, I can be tired and goofy. Otherwise, you get tired and crabby. Anybody ever get crabby when they're tired? Yeah. Try tired and goofy. But it was just beautiful. It was a beautiful experience because he lets you linger in it. And then you, and he keeps taking you into that state back and forth and back and forth. It's like, oh, my God, this is incredible. Laura and I have been getting up. Not at four, but we've been getting up pretty early and doing this meditation since we got back. And it's just amazing, just remarkable. I'm just, to fall in love with our future, to fall in love with a meditation practice like this is just phenomenal. Stop listening to the frontal lobe, the busy mind. Got to do this, got to do that, got to be that. That's no mind, no body. That's 95% of the program, when you catch yourself doing it, it says, stop. I'm going to dissolve this into the heart of unconditional love right now. Go to the heart. Stop the mind, go to the heart. You're, we're so well equipped for this. So today's three ideas. Coming to the edge, we have to take action. It requires action. You know in the queue, when you do your 21 days, if you did the queue process workshop and you didn't do the 21 days, you didn't do the queue. You just did the workshop. And we're not here, the queue is not to, to, to heal. Dr. Gary and I have had, we're not here to heal you. We're here to teach you systems so when you get triggered, you can go to it. And you can pull it close and go, look at this. For my whole life, I've lived in lack and limitation. Somebody was telling me about triggers that, that happened when I was gone, and I said, that's awesome, people got triggered. What did you do? Did you encourage them to go to a cue sheet? I mean, this is the kind of community that, that, that is healthy, that is that's growing up, that is resilient, because there's work out there. There's a whole planet out there, people telling you there's not enough. We gotta get ours. Let's, let's send more people to university, and we need more hedge fund managers. Really? I'll tell you, and I'll tell you the, the antidote for this too. I, my stepson, Max Levine, we went and visited our granddaughters in uh, London, Ontario for two, a couple days. We flew, it's about a 25 minute flight from Toronto. Lovely, never been to London before. Just a lovely little place. And here's a guy, so he went there, he's doing his fellowship in urology. So the plumbing, we all gotta have plumbers for the body. So I just tell Max, you keep going, buddy, I might need you one day. Anyway, um, so he went there to do this fellowship, and they said, well, your first year, you can do work on your master's, and, uh, and you'll be, but you won't be in the clinic so much. Well, lo and behold, he gets there, and the guy that's his fellow fellowship part guy is from Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia. And guess what happened? 
the Canadian government and the Saudi government got into a fight. So Max went there and thought he was going to have a partner doing the clinical work while he did the research. And his Saudi partner got sent back to Saudi. So since he's been there in June, he's done 19 transplants. And, you know, he's as steady as can be. He's one of my heroes, this guy. He's just remarkable. So when I read articles about everybody's a head fudge manager, maybe not. And, you know, we said to him, why did you get into urology? He said, because people suffer so much and there's so much relief that can be done through certain things. But, I mean, this guy was raised in this tradition. His values are different than, than many and to watch him go out in the world and, make a, and do what he's doing, I'm just so, I'm so happy for him. And the life, and yeah, we miss the, our granddaughters, but it's so worth it to watch what he's doing. There's good people out there. It's not all, it's not all gloom and doom, but it needs us. If we don't do this work, if we don't show up in the moment and realize that healing can be instantaneous and that we can be part of it, it's your responsibility and my responsibility, then we, we, we go back into separation, we go back into fear, we go back into lack and limitation. So as a, as a community, I want to clear up enough energy so we can be productive and creative and generative and healing. We're a teaching of healing. This started, Dr. Holmes started this because the medical technology at the time was not so advanced. And there's still a place for it. But it is the shifting in consciousness. We get into people pleasing. It keeps us from taking chances. We get into, uh, uh, we love to gossip. Do you have, Joe talked about friends that he has and he has discussions. And I love this. He said, I have discussions with people that when I get done having a conversation with them, I am transformed. I am on fire with my life. I am so empowered. I am so inspired. I got friends. We get together and talk and talk and talk. Do you have those kind of conversations with people? Because the other part of that is gossiping. And Joe talked about that. The biggest fear we have when we say, geez, I got to stop gossiping, is we're worried that once we leave the group of gossipers, that they're going to start gossiping about me. I'll become the the topic. I've had people over the years tell me, oh, there's a crew that goes over a second cup every Sunday and, and uh, have you for lunch. Oh, okay. It's part of the deal. But, but, but it's our nature to go gossip, tell story, find out, make stuff up. I've had people come make accusations. You know, if that's true, what you're saying about me, it'll be all over town. Give it 15 more minutes. And I go home. So thanks for sharing. Don't give it any energy. It's very disappointing when somebody makes something up and you don't give it any traction. The quantum field, the heart meditation, trance. Find ways in your day to go into trance. If you have a fireplace, remember the Shaw TV? You got the fireplace? That'll put you into trance. Watch it. Watch it. I come home and there's been a few things that have happened and immediately I say, I'm going into trance. I'm not listening to this because I don't want to take it on. It's not that I don't care, but I know if I take it on, I'll start running my program. And then I'm no good to anybody. It's like, ah, not mine. Not mine. The heart... Meditation, trance, the heart can get us there. Meditation is so important. Trance, I just posted something on my Facebook page about this gamma. And the gamma, this fella that does the, uh, if you're my Facebook friend, you'll see it posted on my page. It talks about that meditators, long-term meditators become superhuman after 62,000 hours of meditation. I thought, wow, that's a long, long time. If I do an hour of meditation a year, I gotta live 62,000 years, I'll never get there. But what Dr. Joe's finding with the, t- the meditation techniques he's teaching, and many others, not just us, yeah, we can accelerate it. It's happening faster and faster and faster. 
the heart meditation, the trans, the transformational formula. Heal the separation. When you find yourself in that state of separation, what brings you into union? Gratitude, connection. Your good is my good. Find yourself a meditation. Find yourself something that slows you down. Staring at water. I think guys go fishing because it puts them into that meditative state. It's not about catching fish, or some it is. But for most, you're just staring at the water. Staring at the fireplace. Joe's got a kaleidoscope. He would take us with the kaleidoscope and then we'd look at our mind movie back and forth. I mentioned that, back and forth. To memorize it in that clear state of beingness. Stop thinking. 95% of our thoughts are habits and patterns and programs. And go to the heart. Dr. Ernest Holmes said this. One day our conversations will be in heaven. One day our conversations will be in heaven. And that heavenly state is the absolute state. I see the God presence in you. I support you in your un, unlimited possibilities and opportunities. We have never had a situation like we have on this planet right now. And it's our opportunity to call forth our future selves, to do our own healing, to do our own cleanup, to do our own wake up, and move forward in our lives. It's exciting. You're not, you're not an accident you're here right now. It's not an accident that you've had the traumas and the disappointments and the heartbreaks. And so take those things and use them for wisdom. Don't identify with them. It's not who you are. You're not your body. You're no one. You are so vast and large and beautiful. The more we can linger in that field, the more good can find us. And we'll know it's ours because it'll show up. We don't have, when we, when we walked the circle and the people were in the middle for healing, didn't even set an intention. We just held the space in the, in the unified field. There's a woman from uh, um, Edmonton, a woman from Edmonton that was there. She had three kidney stones. She'd had surgery after surgery after surgery. She got up and did a testimonial afterwards. She said, my pain is completely gone. And she said, I had a vision when I was laying in the circle. A woman, this beautiful, looked like an angel standing there. She said, I thought I had two stones. There were three stones in the angel's hand. And she talked about it. And she said, I know it was right. It was instantaneous. A woman with eczema, her whole life eczema. Eczema disappeared, being in the healing circle. The infinite intelligence knows. It's good to set an intention because our minds need that. I, I'm not saying don't do that. We do that with the power of eight. Good, get clear about it. Give it direction. But when we're in that state, when we're in that absolute field, good things happen. And Ernest Holmes knew that. It's a foundational piece of what he did. There's one life. That life is spirit. That life is source. That life is my life now. Right now. Without doubt. It's so powerful. Dr. Ernest, one day our conversations will be in heaven. And the last quote I want to share with you today is Joseph Campbell said, I love Joseph Campbell. Participate joyfully in the sorrows of the world. We cannot cure the world of sorrows, but we can choose to live in joy. So live in joy today. Live in joy. Find some reason to live in joy. Dr. Joe said that we can heal people just by standing next to them. Isn't that cool? We make a difference. You know, that you show up in that unified field, you're inter- irresistible. And, you're in, and it's not, the, and it's not the, the goal or the purpose of the whole thing, but it's what happens. We are always communicating. Next week, I'm going to bring my, uh, my energy stick with me. I, I knew I'd run out of time today, so I'll bring it next week. But, but it's just a, such a beautiful illustration of how we're connected. We are connected, folks. And I want the connection that you feel cycling through me to be one of unconditional love, of possibility, of opportunity, of more than enough. So thank you all for your love, your support. Just keep being you. Just keep showing up and being you and loving to the best of your ability. Drop into the heart. Go there. 
because we don't need crisis to wake us up. Most people think they need crisis to wake up. We don't. We don't, don't, don't. So let the love carry you there. Blessings, and so it is.